This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the American economy in the midst of a pandemic. We will talk unemployment. We will talk liability shields. We will talk about the housing market, and we will talk about it all with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. Always a good conversation with David. Give a listen. So let's start with unemployment. First-time claims were down last week, under 800,000, which obviously is better than where they were. But once again, these are still staggering numbers that I think we've become desensitized to. Uh, What's that number tell you? What's the story you're seeing? Well, Matt, good way to start today. And that's a great number, under 800,000. However, I'm going to caution everybody because I'm wondering about the airlines industry. For one, uh, they may be facing more job cuts. Number two, Another reason why that number went down was because some people have exhausted their unemployment benefits and were forced to take part-time jobs, jobs that are less than they pay they made before the pandemic. So we still have people who are what we call underemployed. Overall, this employment picture we see, and we can talk, you know, under 800,000, closer to 900,000 base week to week. Where is this picture? Are are things getting better at all, you think? Or do you think we're just kind of this this malaise where we're just kind of stumbling along? I think things are getting better in certain sectors, in, in certain parts of the country, too, as well. But there is a concern of mine that a lot of sectors, such as tourism, theme parks, hospitality, hotels, music venues have not opened up. A lot of those jobs are part-time, some are full-time, and some of those bring in a lot of money and revenue to the state. So we can only have enough jobs, people working for Amazon, Amazon Prime, or some of these other large retailers. Uh, So once the economy opens up, then I think you're going to start seeing numbers below 500,000. Let's talk. Uh, we are as we're talking here. We're approaching Halloween, and that means that I think a lot of retailers are already geared up for Christmas, and a lot of uh, people are looking ahead to the holiday season. These are unusual times. How much do you think the retail holiday shopping season is going to be affected? Do you think the numbers will be what we're used to? It'll just be how it's done that'll be different, or do you think uh, people are expecting things to not be what we're used to? Well, with the GDP for the for the first two quarters of the year being negative, of course, the third quarter is going to go back up when you open up the economy from zero to 25 percent and from 25 percent to 50 percent. Halloween is a large area of the country that celebrates um, with things like the Eastern State Penitentiary and Penhurst and all these kinds of attractions. And people buy buy outfits and they have a good time for a couple of weeks. It really does uh, do well for the economy. So I think that's going to take a bit of a hit. I think Thanksgiving is going to take a bit of a hit. Um, our only saving grace is going to be the, the Christmas holidays uh, through New Year's. And do you think, I mean, who knows where we'll be with the virus by then, but do you think, I mean, I know a lot of retailers, a lot of stores count on that, you know, Thanksgiving to Christmas to be you know, the really where they make their hay. Uh, how concerned are you that the, the people aren't going to get what they're used to from a retail standpoint financially? 
Great time to bring this up as we're heading into November, Matt. What I'm seeing is the old traditional, what we used to call Black Friday is probably gone. Retailers need to think out of the box and maybe have uh, not just Cyber Monday, but they need to have days in November that are specific to their stores or specific to their type of industries. Uh, if they see that the that the numbers of COVID cases are going down, maybe they jump on everything and say, let's do our sales right now. Let's do our early bird specials or our early morning specials when everyone rushes through the door. Um, I still think online is driving a lot of retail in general throughout the year. Uh, when you see places like Amazon being the number one music retailer compared to what used to be traditionally record stores, you know that online is here to stay. Uh, some good news in September. Existing home sales jumped nearly nine and a half percent. Was that what you were expecting? A little bit more. And is there more to that story? Well, that that's a good number. And that was more than I expected. And I think uh, throughout the year, home sales are up. I think um, the values of homes are up. People are bidding on them. But then what's going to happen next year? I think something's coming up next year. Uh, it could be, uh, shall we say, a bubble? Yeah, so so we I think the Federal Reserve is going to watch this very carefully, and they see that things are 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 coming to a a halt like that with a bubble, uh, and we see a roller coaster ride down. They may be inclined to uh, maybe contract the economy a little bit more. And one of the ways they do that is with raising interest, maybe a quarter percent or even a half a percent. Kind of paint the picture. Given our current economic state, what could a bubble in housing? What kind of damage could that do? Well, the the first thing is, is the mortgage industry, a very large industry. Uh, most people have a mortgage. And if they're buying homes uh, that eventually they can't afford because maybe their school taxes went up a lot or their real estate taxes went up. When I say a lot, I mean 5 or 10%. We're not sure where a lot of these uh, – towns and counties are going to end up next year with with their tax increases it's almost bound to happen that's number one if you have number two is if you have two wage earners in your family and one is out of work or still out of work here we go again with struggling to pay for the mortgages and struggling to pay for the homeowners insurance and everything else that's involved in in purchasing a home we're still waiting for a second stimulus bill it, it sounds like it's getting closer but we're less than two weeks from an election, and even if it's put in place right now, we're not going to see the effects for at least a few weeks with regards to some of the more important, uh, tangible things for the everyday person. It seems like one of the things really holding this up is the concept of a COVID-19 liability shield that Senate Republicans, uh, the Senate Majority Leaders, seem to be really uh, have put their flag in the ground on. Talk about what a lot this liability shield would do and how unusual is it to really kind of demand want something like this? Well, Matt, you're correct. It really is unusual to have this liability shield. And you are also correct to say, even if they pass something tonight at four o'clock, there's always those operational lags between the time something is passed and by the time the money actually gets into the hands of the small businesses, of the people who really need it the most. I would like to see this liability shield not even be put into the act. Let's sign it. Christmas is coming up. Thanksgiving is coming up. Next year is coming up when people will have higher taxes, whether it's a sales tax, income tax, or the real estate taxes. I think let the states decide on this. Let each and every attorney general decide whether they want to have this kind of liability tort in their, in their state or not. 
How much damage are we doing by not having that second stimulus? Well, we could be doing a lot of damage or we could be saying, let's ride it out and see what happens. Uh, you know, it a lot of this depends on what part of the country you're, you're from. Uh, if you're in the northeast part of the country, we have probably one third of the population from Boston all the way down to Florida in that range. Uh, we have one third of the businesses. Uh, for this part of the country, the stimulus, I think, is really needed. Uh, because we have a lots of arts entertainment, lots of culture, lots of history, lots of sports. And those are the kinds of industries we want to see being helped. They're the kinds of industries we want to see open to eventually in a smart way as well. And mentioned we are a couple weeks away, less than a couple weeks from the election. Uh, do you feel like uh, the stock market has already priced in the election? I think it has. I thought it, it priced it in a couple months ago. And that point it was preparing for uh, for the future whatever is going to happen now there whoever gets elected there's going to be swings up and down a lot of it's going to be selling off of certain of certain stocks so that the prices drop so they can buy more into it uh, so I think I don't think you're going to see people running towards gold or running towards other commodities. I've been hearing how gold was supposed to take off uh, well over $2,000 and, and even higher. I still think a lot of people understand stocks better than the commodities such as gold and silver. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.